What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to the Next Level Confident Podcast. My name is Janelle Lene. If you are listening for the first time, thank you for being here. Um, as always, please subscribe and give this podcast five stars. If you're watching it on YouTube, you're going to see that I'm wearing a sports jacket today, if that's what it's called for a woman. A woman. A sports jacket? I don't know. I'm looking fancy, though. I'm looking real fancy. Um, I want to talk about a topic that I have been hearing so many Fortune 500 companies talking about recently as I have been on the phone with them and just hearing women over and over and over talk about how imposter syndrome is a huge problem at their company right now. There are women who are not applying for managerial positions that should be. There are women who are applying for jobs that they are way overqualified for. I was talking to a recent tech startup that told me that it's like they have to turn women away from positions because people are so overqualified. Women are so overqualified for those positions, so they need to be applying for better positions, but they aren't, and so they're being turned away. <laughs> it's crazy. So imposter syndrome is when you feel like you haven't earned your accomplishments or you feel like your ideas and your skills aren't worthy of other people's attention. And I just want to start by saying, if this is you, if you've experienced this, I have a secret. Me too. I think that literally everyone feels like that. Um, I mean, unless you're not really ever pushing yourself, if you're not living outside of your comfort zone, but if you are pushing yourself and you are applying for jobs that are maybe a stretch for you, or if you are taking on projects or taking on things that you don't feel quote unquote qualified to do, that's great. And, and I think that that's just something I want to talk about today is that maybe imposter syndrome in a way is actually a blessing. And maybe imposter syndrome in a way is actually to be celebrated. I'm not saying you should fully accept it. I'm just saying if you're getting out of your comfort zone, if you're doing something that you don't feel totally qualified for, that's actually good. It means that you are choosing growth. Um, what they've found in studies is that imposter syndrome really and truly does affect every gender, age, race, um, occupation. It's, it's across the board. So we're, we're all in this together. There's, um, there's not really one person who doesn't feel it, though there are studies that show um, women and, and race, people who are, um, you know, maybe discriminated against in certain, in certain areas, they are more likely to experience imposter syndrome. So I would just say two things to start. One, you're not alone. If you're at work and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I even have this job? I don't even feel good enough for this job. Or maybe you're in a program um, that you feel like everyone else is smarter than you are in it. Um, 
And then two, just know that to an extent, it's maybe a good thing. It's actually means that you're pushing yourself. And so don't be so hard on yourself for feeling a little unqualified. It's more just like, oh, it's okay. I have it. And working on the mindset behind that. So that's what we're going to get into today. Um, when I first began personal training, that was four years ago. And I'm sure anyone listening right now is probably like, uh, personal training, like that's an easy job. Um, but when I first started, because I had just read all the textbooks and I had just started, like I had just passed my test and there's a lot of stuff about people having heart attacks while you are training them and what you'll do if someone comes down with a stroke and it's kind of scary stuff or like how you, like if you injure someone on the job. So my first day as a personal trainer, I was so afraid. I was literally like, I could legit kill someone today. I could put someone on the squat rack and they would die. <laughs> and then I will be held liable for their life for forever. It was bad. There was a spiral there. Um, and now I can laugh about it because of course I went through a few training sessions with people. I started to get more comfortable. And as time went on, I was like, okay, like, yes, of course you still want to be, you know, there's, there's a lot of precautions to take, but there weren't like heart attacks. I mean, I never had that. So it's not like that's a common occurrence for personal trainers. Um, and I think that's just what happens when we start a new job. We think of all the worst case scenarios and we think, oh my gosh, and we freak out because we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And so when you start a new position or you take on a new project or you take on something you've never done before, A, it's a great thing. Keep on, keep taking on things that you've never done before. And B, give yourself some grace. You've never done it before. So of course you don't know what to expect. Of course you feel unqualified. And as time goes on, you'll start to become more qualified because you can't become qualified from just passing tests and learning from a textbook. You have to get qualified by being on the job and doing it and learning as you go. Um, they say that Albert Einstein even didn't believe that his work deserved as much attention as it received. Albert Einstein, like, come on, that dude definitely should have received all that, the, you know, the praise and the love, but yet he didn't feel like he was quote unquote worthy of that. One aside that I do want to say is that confidence, um, does not equal imposter syndrome. So they aren't necessarily the same thing. Like lacking confidence does not mean that you're going to have imposter syndrome. You can be really confident in one area of your life. But once again, if you're trying something new or you're stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something you've never tried before, you will likely feel imposter syndrome because how can you have confidence in something you've literally never done? It's, you got to build some confidence on the job and that's okay. Fifty six percent of college students are women and 48 percent of employees in the workplace are women, which is awesome. Ladies, this is proof that we are smart and working hard. But you know what's not so awesome? Only 29 percent of VPs and just 22 percent of C-suite executives are women. In male dominated industries such as STEM, these numbers are even more startling. As these numbers state, women aren't lacking the knowledge, education, or ability to be leaders in the workplace. What many women are lacking is the confidence to take on risk. Most of us have heard this one before. Men will apply for jobs they are 60% qualified for, yet women will only apply for jobs they are 100% qualified for. 
This type of stat also applies to women at their job, not willing to take on that new, unknown project. What she's lacking is the belief that her skills and abilities are not only quote-unquote okay, but are powerful and needed in the workplace. The Confidence Workshop is created to help women dig deep into their mindset and get to the root of this problem. If this conversation gets you as fired up as it gets me, we are now taking applications for this workshop for the ladies of STEM corporations. Please head to our website at nextlevelconfident.com to learn more about the Confidence Workshop. There's this whole thing around feeling like you're fraudulent, right? You feel like you are a fraud. You shouldn't be there. You're not good enough to be there. You're not you're not the right person for this job or you're not the right person for the project. And you feel like maybe someone else should have done it. Maybe someone else is better than me. And, and that's just not true. And, and, and so I think what's important is to, um, to begin to heal that conversation and don't tell yourself that you don't deserve to be there because your words become truth. So your words are powerful. Watch the way that you speak to yourself. Watch the way that you are, you know, I shouldn't be here, blah, 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 the negative loop in your mind. You do deserve to be there and you're learning. It's that both and, and it's living in that in between. Um, I think some of where this comes from is because you think that everyone is as skilled as you are. You think that we all have the same skills. Like I think that everyone could do a podcast. It's so easy. You think everyone could do your job. I could never do your job, but you know, you could do your job. And, and it's also just, um, some things just come easier for you and some things come easier for me and some things come easier for Jack and some things come easier for Jill. And, and so we all have these different strengths and, so when something comes really easily to you, it's a strength and you think everyone else can do it like you can, but not everyone can do it like you can. So just celebrate those strengths, celebrate the fact that you are able to do something really amazing and be like, oh my gosh, Jane, how are you doing that girl? That's amazing. And you're like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, blah, blah, blah. you're skilled. That's one of your skills. That's one of your strengths. Don't apologize for it. Just receive that you have that strength. What a blessing. So um, I sat down and I, I began to think, okay, what are the top five ways to heal your imposter syndrome? So the number one way to heal your imposter syndrome is to simply talk about it. Begin to realize that you are not alone in this. Lots of people are struggling with thinking that they don't belong there or that they're not good enough for that. And so just talking about it helps relieve the tension so that you realize you're not alone. So talk about it with your friends, with your coworkers. If you have a trusted boss, even tell them like, hey, I'm really struggling because I feel like I feel like I don't deserve this new management position I just got. And, and have your boss just be like, hey, guess what? You're doing an amazing job. And you know, here's what you do really well. And when they give you those compliments, receive it. Just say, wow, okay, thank you. Don't try to say, well, but I don't really have blah, blah. Yes, you do. Those are your strengths. Those your skills, receive the compliment, and know that's who you are. Um, the second part to healing your, um, your imposter syndrome is, is to figure out what is your limiting belief behind that. So for me, for a long time, it was feeling like I wasn't smart. That was my lie. You're not 
very smart. So I began to dig into my childhood and be like, okay, where did I hear that lie popping up? Who, who was telling me that? Or where was I feeling that? You know, and I, and I started to replay all the stories. And I'm like, okay. So I thought that I wasn't smart because of this, this, and this, but now I can see that's not true. Of course I was smart. I just didn't know what that kid knew in that one scenario. And so you start to forgive almost like your younger self for, for that lie, for believing that you were stupid. And now you get to recreate it and say, I'm smart. I am capable. I can do this. Um, number three is when you start to beat yourself up, catch that thought and redirect it with three things that you did really well that day. So say you're beating yourself up because you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't get that sale that I wanted to get or whatever. And instead of just sitting there and ruminating all these negative thoughts about how you messed everything up, just take a step back and be like, big breath. Okay. What did I do really well today though? Well, I got a bunch of emails out that I needed to get out for the last couple of weeks. I'm really proud of myself for that. I had a good conversation with a coworker where I really encouraged her and I am proud of myself for taking a 15 minute walk on my lunch break because I needed some me time. Like find three things that you did really well. So that way you can really focus on what you're proud of yourself for and the accomplishments that you are accomplishing. The fourth way to heal it is to remind yourself of a time when you overcame a challenge from the past. So you know, like I was just talking about with my personal training. When I first started that four years ago, that felt really hard for me. And then it got really easy. Then I launched my business and that was really hard for me. And now it's gotten easier and easier. When I first launched my podcast, that was so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, why would anyone want to listen to me speak? And now it's just gotten easier and easier and more natural. And that's how everything is. So just remind yourself, I can do this again. If I did it in the past, I can do it again. And the fifth way to heal your imposter syndrome is to be okay with it existing a little bit. Be okay with it. Instead of trying to be like, I don't want to be an imposter. How do I heal this? How do I get rid of it? I got to get rid of it. It's like this pimple that I just can't get off my face. It's like, just accept it. It's just a little pimple. And it's maybe not that big of a deal, but keep moving forward. Keep reminding yourself of how awesome you are. Have these affirmations in your head of, I am smart. I am capable. I can figure anything out. I'm the type of person who figures things out. Genius. Just repeat the right things in your head and know that it's okay if it never fully goes away. And congratulate yourself for all the ways that you're getting out of your comfort zone. Congratulate yourself for applying for that job that you didn't feel fully qualified for. Congratulate yourself for taking on that project or that risky action that you felt like, ah, there's no way I could do it. Just trust. Trust that you're smart enough. Trust that you're capable. Trust that you've done it before so you'll do it again. And those are the five ways that I know to heal the imposter syndrome best. Thank you so much for listening today. Feel free to reach out on my website, nextlevelconfident.com or shoot me an email at janelle at janelleanay.com. Thank you. Have a great day.